Welcome to the EarFluence Podcast Studio at Industrious in downtown Raleigh inside the Wells Fargo building. I'm your host for today, Jason Gillikin, and this is our ribbon cutting event. I'm so excited because we have eight interviews that are short, 15 minutes. Four of them are going to be with Industrious members. We have Austin Bowens from Ravi. We have Chris Hopkins from Evolution Recruitment Services. We have Haley Rogers from Vision Point Marketing. And we have David Shaner from Offline Media. Super excited for those. Uh, we also have Melissa Bessler and Matt Carlin from Industrious. And then three people who are going to give us tips on how startups can grow their businesses or learn from failures. So those are Micaiah Thurmond, who's a PR specialist, Tim McLaughlin, who's a venture capitalist, and our first guest today, who's going to talk about failure. His name is Marcus Ogden. Hey, Marcus, how's it going today? How you doing, Jason? Thanks for having me on, man. Man, I am so excited. Uh, you are a former NFL player. You are a three-time best-selling author. You have a, a podcast called Get Authentic that's in the top 1% of all podcasts. Mm -hmm. And yet, I asked you on today to talk about failure. Mm -hmm. Can you take us back to, let's say, the end of your NFL career? Sure. Yeah. So after my NFL career was over, for about six months, I struggled immensely with transition. Um, I had addiction issues. I had alcohol issues, uh, painkiller issues, uh, nightlife gambling, all these things because I didn't really find a next phase of life beyond the gridiron. And as a result of that, I kind of lived what I call very shallow, unfulfilled, non-purpose-driven life. Mm. And it was really, really dark and deep. And it's interesting, I saw someone sent me an ink, uh, a link saying that the Surgeon General of our country said that now that COVID is kind of under control, per se, the next disease you have to look out for is loneliness. Mm. And that's what happened to me with football. I got very, very lonely, and I got I didn't have anybody to go and talk to. and that's where I kind of had my whole issues with uh, depression and failure after the NFL. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and so what what happened? What was your next step, let's say, in your career? What did you start with, with doing? So I then, after putting the bottle down, I got into construction in downtown Baltimore. I built with my partner, Caden Premier Enterprises. We started off in some small concrete and demolition and uh, you know, framing, things like that. And then we got into, unfortunately, massive excavation, dirt work, grading, and we made a lot of money. And like I tell people all the time, you know, I was not prepared to handle that type of windfall of success and mm. money and prosperity. And as a result of that, my ego got inflated and I ended up making some bad mistakes in business and treating my people wrong. And oh. boom, unfortunately, I ended up going completely bankrupt in 2013. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you've already gone over one hurdle, which was addiction to a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. You're flying high, you're, you're doing really well. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's uh, with the the startup life, there's kind of a, a roller coaster at all times. So a lot of people here in industrious are, are founders and there, there's a roller coaster of like, I'm doing amazing. And then it's like, oh crap, how do I make payroll? And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna go bankrupt. Like, mm -hmm. how, how were you dealing with those emotions at that time? Oh, it was hard because it, that's exactly what happened to me. You know, 2011, beginning 2012, I was making seven figures, clearing seven figures, netting. Wow. And then the end of 2012, beginning 2013, I couldn't make payroll. I was out of money. Uh, my bank line was shut off. I had no access to anything. And as a result of that, I got into a really, really deep, dark depression, really, really bad spiral. And I ended up losing, like I said, everything in 2013. But 
I've been that owner that had a lot of money in the bank, can make payroll easily, go out and buy whatever you wanted, cars, you know, trips, this, that, and the other, to an owner that literally you know, had to tell his people he couldn't make payroll and people were stealing things from the office, breaking things, vandalizing, breaking into our company cars oh and gosh. trucks and in downtown Baltimore, trying to steal what they could to be able to feed their families and things of that nature. So I've been at the highest of the highs. I've been at the complete lowest of the lows. Wow. Okay, so how do you deal with that from a, a mental health standpoint? So, I mean, at that time, it was just, you know, I didn't really realize what was going on. And then when I got to Raleigh, after losing everything, I realized at that time, I was full of anger. I was full of resentment. I was full of, you know, playing victim mode. And mm. unfortunately for me, I didn't have any accountability. But what happened is after I had what's called my rock bottom moment where somebody's trash and rotten meat and nasty garbage covered my body and skin and clothes, actually working in downtown Raleigh on Glenwood. Yeah. I was a custodian uh, working there on the in the mixed-use office buildings at night. And I ended up having my rock bottom moment. And that was the time that I got my life back on track. And okay. I started to move in a better direction. I became much more positive. I became much more focused. I became much more realizing, wow, you're the one that had the issue. So for me, I believe mental health clarity comes. You can say, hey, I made them some mistakes. Mm -hmm. Own them. Fix them. Move on. And so now today I'm a breakthrough specialist and mentor. I help people achieve massive breakthroughs in their life, personally and professionally, through keynote speaking, executive coaching, consulting, uh, podcasting. I'm a brand ambassador. I'm a person from businesses. I'm a, a four-time best-selling author. So I've literally been able to help people break through in their personal and or their professional lives. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, industrious and, and startups mm -hmm. and, and just giving advice to, to founders who are kind of struggling right now. Um, if, you know, what, what can they do if they're maybe not necessarily rock bottom, but what if they're struggling and, you know, dealing with depression, maybe things aren't going nearly as well as, as they had hoped at this moment in their time. They're going to have to be around people who are going to lift them up. So like me, I have a phenomenal team of an internal manager, social media team. I just hired a VA. Um, I have a guy that helps with trademark and patents, great bookkeeper, great accountant, all this type of stuff. And so what I've found is that if you're struggling with who you are, then go back to your why. I say your why helps you to re-identify your who. So if you're struggling, figure out why you started in the first place, right? Dig in there. Who are you now? Who do you want to be in, say, a week, two, month, whatever? And then get people around you. And then if your product is not selling, Look at what soft skills are you missing? Are you mm -hmm. not being empathetic to people? Are you not being compassionate? Are you not outreaching to people? Like, are you not doing things that I call are really, really important to help you connect with others mm -hmm. in that light? And so what happens is if you can really understand that, then things will start happening for you on a larger scale. Yeah. What about for founders who have who are going through bankruptcy, let's say, mm -hmm. or they've they've got their their failed startup? That's very depressing, sure, obviously. Sure. Um, and it, it, how long did it take you to to get past that? And you know, any advice for somebody who you know has hit that point um, where they maybe they are bankrupt or it's a, a failed venture? Um, what what do they do? What they have to do is they have to understand that it's just part of the process. It's not the end result. Mm. So for me, my bankruptcy was catastrophic. Home foreclosed on. Both cars repossessed in the same day no money, very few friends. I mean, I literally, I mean, I moved to Raleigh, I had $400 to my name. That's it. 
Wow. So if you're at that point, figure out what you can do to survive. Like I took a job as a custodian, a birthday party clown, doing football training. I did anything I could do to just pay the bills. And then figure out what is your passion, right? So again, in every failure, there's a lesson learned. So what I did when I lost and lost everything in Caden, my construction company, I realized that my failure could help others maybe not hit rock bottom or not hit the type of failure moment or that mm -hmm. catastrophic moment. So I said, okay, I can speak, I can coach, I can help inspire, I can consult. And what I did was I took my pain and made it my purpose. So again, if you're going through a bankruptcy, hard times, look, I've been there, I understand, it's not easy, but it's not over. Yeah, you gotta remember, It's not over, right? So you're the one that has to determine that, right? Great quote by Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think, you're, you think you can't, you're right. Mm. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So yeah. your mindset is going to push you either towards getting back on track or it's going to push you to the whole, the dark side thing and victim mode and all that type of stuff. And you're never going to get where you want to go. Talk about um, your support system. So, you know, you mentioned that you've got a great team, but what about mentors or uh, people that are that are cheering you on? Great coach mentor of mine is Brad Mitchell from the National Association of Professional Success Academy. That program changed my life in 2018 at Penn State. It taught me how to utilize my football skills sets to be able to connect with people. It taught me how to utilize what I am as an individual to help figure out the soft skills. It taught me how to take football dialogue and be able to then take it and go out and speak to somebody else in the corporate America sector. As a result of that, it made us connect to people better, made us to relate to people better. And now we have a lot of business. Things are going on really, really well. And we're always moving forward you know, in that positive direction. That's awesome. Uh, tell us about your business. Like, what are you up to now? So again, you know, we're a, I'm, we as our brand, is, we are a breakthrough specialist and mentor and coach. Yeah. And we do it through keynote speaking, executive coaching, business consulting, um, you know, podcasting, and you know, brand ambassador own parts of different businesses. So right now we're really focused on helping people get through tough times to get to the other side. Nice. What um so your your podcast, Get Authentic with, mm -hmm. with Marcus Ogden, uh, you've had some pretty big names on there. Sure. Um what are uh, wh who are some of the biggest names? I remember Brett Favre was on there. Who Brett are some Far of the biggest names? Brett Favre was on there. We had Chef Robert Irvine from the Food Network on there. Oh yeah. We interviewed Sugar Ray Leonard Jr. His his dad, Sugar Ray Leonard Senior. Uh -huh. uh, he'll be coming out in a few weeks. We interviewed Dion Warwick's son. Oh, uh, not nice. that long ago, he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, we've interviewed uh, Rashad Sugar Evans, UFC Hall of Famer. He mm -hmm. was great. So again, but we also interviewed people that are business owners, that are leaders, that are trying to be a speaker or story time coaches yeah. or people that, you know, we have one guy who's, whose son passed away from alcohol poisoning and we he mm -hmm. walked 450 miles to Montana to bury his son's ashes and people that into SEO, business, yeah. it doesn't matter. So the big names are great. Like I tell everybody, the big names bring more notoriety, but the it's people true. who are the everyday people that are just trying to get ahead, business leaders, again, same thing I am. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that reshare it. They're the ones that repurpose it. And those are the ones that help you really grow your numbers. So if you're trying to really launch a podcast, big names are great. They bring you a lot of attention, all that, but that's not it. Mm -hmm. And also you have to also get people to do a, something that a lot of people don't do. Get people to leave you a five-star rating. Yeah, that's true. Because ratings are going to drive up your show's popularity more than you realize. Yep, that's true. Everybody give uh, listen to Marcus Ogden's podcast, Get Authentic. Give him a five-star review. 
uh, give the EarFluence podcast a five-star review. Marcus, how can our listeners and viewers connect with you? They can go to our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. Shoot me an email, marcus at marcusogden.com. Connect with us. Hit us up. We're all about, you know, good people. We're all about people that want to, you know, you know, get ahead in life. We're about people that want to help others, that want to be inspired. So again, reach out to us. We're on social. Marcus Ogden's pretty much everywhere. LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, TikTok is at Marcus Ogden 7171. Reach out to us and we'd love to connect with you. Awesome. Marcus, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Jason.